Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is live, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving Iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving Iron time and time again. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn, how you doing today, bud? Hey, good. It's March 15th, so it's one deadline down and um, we had a little celebration today, a little lunch and did a little skit and everything, you know, so accountants can maybe even have a little bit of fun occasionally just to kind of release some, release some stress. But uh, yeah, we're feeling okay right now, but the next, next month, is, you know, the next month is going to be the real critical time for us. So. Right. Yeah. Between now and the uh, 15th of April, I'm sure you're, uh, you're plenty busy. You got plenty of stuff going on. Yep. Never, never a dull moment. So yeah. Never a dull moment in the accountant's office this time of the year, uh-huh. right? Right on. All right, man. So we were talking beforehand. We got started, and you said there was a there's a deadline that's up today, and uh, having yeah. to do with uh, S corp and some other stuff. So talk about that a little bit, and and how that's going yep. to affect stuff. So yeah, March fifteenth, and this has changed in the last few years, but um, it, basically now an S corporation or a partnership, the federal return is due March fifteenth. Okay, now as a general rule of thumb, you know there's no no tax going to be paid with these returns, the federal return, but they they did move up the date on partnerships a few years ago. And so now everything's due March 15th. So what a lot of that means is obviously we do try to get our, get the returns out that we can get out. But if there are more, more complex issues, which we're certainly seeing that this year with like 199A and things, you know, we're doing a few more extensions of the entity returns um, just to kind of make sure that everything's going to, you know, end up like we think it is. Right. So we're, you know, we're going to do a few more extensions to make sure we understand how the actual personal tax return is impacted buy it so um, but but you do have to we're you know electronically filing these extensions so um, you still have to do something basically we have to push a button today to, to you know to to file an extension so that's kind of the rule on the federal so if you got if you set up a new partnership or something an llc in the last year you know maybe your tax accountant doesn't know about it yet right um march 15th is is the deadline to, to file an extension um, now for state state rules it's it's, it's very different um in Illinois here, uh, it's kind of crazy that an S corporation return is due March 15th, um, but a partnership return in Illinois is not due until April 15th. So we sometimes we have to confuse ourselves a little bit. But but generally, if you got an entity return, you probably got to do something today other than a C corporation. Not too many C corporations around anymore, but a county or a C corporation tax return is now due. The last few years, it's changed April 15th. So. Um, so just keep that in mind. You know, we, we try to estimate, you know, what, what if, if any tax is owed. But, uh, again, doing a few more extensions this year to, to give us some breathing room. Yep. Yep. So um, talk about some of the stuff that we've kind of hit on beforehand. Talk about any of the – I know we're still waiting on – you talk about a lot where you're still waiting on some clarifications on some stuff. And beforehand you start talking about some of your software where you knew the right answer. But getting software to do it. So talk about a little bit of those issues you're seeing out there right now. Yeah, it's – you know, it's we're, we're we're saying really, you know, you just cannot trust the software system this year. You know, 
you know, we, we use a very good, you know, software program and, you know, pay, pay pretty good money for it. But, you know, it's just very hard for the programmers to get everything right. And so um, a couple issues we're dealing with right now is a little bit complicated, but, you know, you may have a loss on, a, say, an S-corporation return, you know, first year, maybe. So it's got some losses, right? And maybe use some bank financing to fund that loss, right? A line of credit or something. So basically, you can only deduct the loss to the extent of your what's called basis, uh, how much money the owner actually put up. So if you use entirely bank financing, you wouldn't get any loss. But let's say you had a $60,000 loss, um, but you only put up you know, $35,000 of actual cash is equity. Um, so you'd only be able to deduct $35,000. Um, that, that's simple. I mean, it's been that way before. But the challenge with our software right now is it's not handling the extra carryover correctly. So what it's doing is saying, okay, you had a $60,000 loss in total. And it's trying to say, this gets a little strange, but let's say you've got other income out there, right? You've got some other K-1 from some other business, right? And so you have to net your loss with your um, your profit, right? And you only pay tax on your net, you know, net income. Um, and it's only going to be able to use that $35,000 loss, right, against your actual taxable income. Again, you know, this is not talking about one nine a So this is just kind of basic tax things. Well, our software thinks that for the one a deduction, you actually have a $60,000 loss to offset against your other income. When in reality, it should only be a $35,000 loss and the rest should carry over. So it's basically like we have a whole other set of carryover schedules um, to deal with. 199A should be its own separate like column in our software and the program is just not quite up to date yet. So we've got to kind of like manually do some overrides, then track some stuff, you know, in spreadsheets on the side kind of. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be contacting software program and, Hopefully they'll fix it, but again, you just we we have to do our own calculations and make sure you know software is correct because it's it's really hard to do this right, program everything correctly. So at the entity level, which again the entity levels today, right? That's the March fifteenth deadline. You know we're providing information. Hey, this is this is good income. This is your qualified business income. You know a lot of this is just kind of supplemental information. Or no, this type of business is, you know, it's a law firm, so it's going to be bad income, right? Or a specified service business, or it's a consulting practice. That's going to be bad income. We're providing all that information on the entity levels, which is tricky. But now we're moving towards the personal tax returns. And the personal tax returns, we got to accumulate all that data together, right? And I've got some good income, some bad income. How do you mix it all together? And, and it's really hard for the software to be able to track all this through. So we're anticipating some more challenges in computing the 1040s, the personal tax returns, um, just because of all these new complications with tax reform. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> There's lots of stuff here that just so much unclear. Well, just like the way you talk about it here, it's yeah. one of those things where just the clarity is not there. So the software doesn't work there. right. And you have to double check and triple check and make sure everything's the way it is. I mean, yeah. it's There's, just, is it, have you seen, is this one of the first years in a while you've seen where the tax code has been like this to where it's, kind of jacked for me stuff. yeah it is yeah. and i've been doing this almost 20 years and um for me it's really the first real major reform and and you know we're we're telling people hey just make sure you you know even if you think it's an obvious issue you know you probably should run it by somebody else you know that's where we use the power of our firm you know the number of people we have here mm-hmm. you know to hey i just just making sure this is right you know we don't even necessarily mention any names right client names it's just you know hey i've got this situation am i thinking of this right because you know, it's, it's so easy to get 
get bogged down in the details and is this is maybe the software is doing it right but you're just trying to make sure so yeah but we're we're encouraging a lot of communication the neat thing casey is you know we've got people at our firm you know been doing this 40 plus years right so i mean maybe half that 40 plus years you know and they're having to learn new things right and they're they're not sure either right so i think it helps you know hey everyone's learning right we're all kind of starting over and so it's 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 kind of a neat thing to see people grow and you know I don't, no it's a good angle I, I hadn't thought of that right this is a way i'm going to save save my clients some money so it's it's been pretty neat um so we're definitely doing a lot more communicating and talking because because we have to well absolutely. check ourselves absolutely all right glenn well you're a busy man you got a million things going on yeah. if folks want to reach out to you pick your brain or just have an overall tax question about something going on in their uh, in their business how would they do that yeah, it's best to call us here at the at the firm Heinel Banworks 309-694-4251 is our phone number. We'd be happy to talk to anyone or if you got you know got some idea, we you know we're all ears. Um, you can also look me up on Twitter. My handle is at Glenn Burnbaum. All right. Make sure you guys go out and follow Glenn. This will I'm sure there'll be a lot of folks chiming in on this one, other accounts, stuff like that. So make sure you go out and follow Glenn there on uh, on Twitter and Glenn till uh next week. Have a good one. We'll catch you up then. Okay, Casey, thank you. I thank you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast, now part of the Global Ag Network. If you'd like to continue any of these conversations, you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can also send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com. You can also visit the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel and watch Market Roundup with Chip Nellinger, Sean Hackett, and Angie Setzer. Also, Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Please visit movingironllc.com. Here you can find information, details, and updates for the 2019 Moving Iron Summit in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and globalagnetwork.com. So until next time, let's go move some iron. This is Casey Seymour. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century.